Hello, and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. We are your hosts, Jeff Hall and Patrick Terry. We're two dads with a love for movies. Join us as we discuss movies we have seen with our kids, as well as movies we have seen without them. Good morning, Patrick. How are you doing? I'm pretty good, Jeff. How are you? Doing great. We are recording on a Sunday morning. That's new for us. But uh, do do every now and then. Yep, yep, yep. Due to uh, scheduling and uh, schedule, sorry, scheduling uh, <laughs> shakeups, we are switching it up and rocking it on a Sunday morning. On Sunday morning. Um, yeah. Yep. So switching it up. We'll see how. We'll see what the vibes are like today. Right. <laughs> no Monday vibes. Yeah, yeah. No Monday. Nobody's at home but me. Vibes. No, it's right. literally everybody's in the house. <laughs> so use your time wisely because you've got from this time to this time, and then everybody's coming downstairs. So it's <laughs> impossible. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So no worries. All is well. How are you? Doing pretty good. Um, <clears throat> yesterday I spent about five hours at budget breaks. Oof. Get some much needed work done. Um, I could have split it up and, you know, done piece by piece but just knocked it on out that way yeah yeah I, i'd driven my car for like six years and straight no hardly any issues and i started hearing the noises and okay it's time you know Dang. I, I still kind of held off part longer yeah. than i should have but um just finally decided to go ahead and take care of that so hopefully this go around i won't take as long right because it, it was it's pretty pricey yes agreed yeah. i yeah. <laughs> to tell you, Pricey, uh, when I got new tires for the for my car, I not only got new tires, but I got I didn't get because Subaru's bougie, and the, when they what when they have you get new tires, they want you to get four new tires because mm-hmm. so that because it's all wheel drive, so that way everything balances out and everything. Yeah, and then they're like, "Hey, you, we just want to show you that uh, you need new rotors and." You probably are getting really close to needing new brakes. And I'm like, I was like, <laughs> all right, I guess we're doing this. So, yeah, because <clears throat> yeah, they like, bring Oh, that was gonna say, yeah, they're like, bring your car in. Like every, it's good to kind of remember if you can remember every time you get an oil change, you need to get your car, your tires rotated too. That's yeah, you know, roughly about that. I'm like, all right, well, I could just. Thankfully, here I could just knock them both out, just have y'all do both, and then a one-stop shop, literally. Yeah. Knock that out, and then. So I need to do that because that's coming up. Well, actually, probably need to do it now. So here in the next couple weeks. Yeah. So it'd be all right. Adulting's hard. Yeah. (laughs) And expensive. And expensive. (laughs) These life microtransactions are horrible. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, they brought me out and showed me. Everything's like we just want you to see firsthand, so you know that we're not BSing you. And yeah, right, rotors right. horrible. It even got <laughs> even had some suspension issues with the steering, mm-hmm. so it was causing the tires to kind of yeah spread out a little bit. So it was wearing the t- the pads down. So he showed me, you know, one end of the pad was still thick, but then it kind of leveled out like a hill, and it got yeah. thin. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's let's just let's just take care of everything. <laughs> I would have been like, no, 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 you don't need to show me. I can hear it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, had, I don't need the visual. I had the audio to kind of clue me in. And the craziest thing is he's talking about the vibrations. Like, I never felt vibrations, but sometimes mm-hmm. when I was turning, I felt kind of a, yes. a knocking. I'm like, oh, so that's what that was. <laughs> so, that was a knock at your cabin door. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you need to make a decision. Otherwise, it's going to possibly be the end of your world. <laughs> yes. Whether indeed. you want to not. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it was, it was, you know, I took advantage. I watched a couple of shows, some movies that I hadn't watched. So I took took advantage of that time. So it helped it not feel as long. Yeah. Right. But yeah. But um, yeah. Like I said, adulting, expensive. It's <laughs> expensive. It sucks. Yeah. Uh, boo. Uh, yeah. Uh, decent week for us. Nothing too exciting. Oh, um, if you've watched, paid attention to our TikToks this week, I finally got some uploaded and even got one. Uh, no, I was working on getting one uploaded today and did not finish, but I will have that up shortly. Um, we 
we're uh, we you know talked about what's new, what we've been up to, and then I talked, I went on to talk about Yorick. Uh, started asking questions like about record players and stuff like that. And if we had one, well, yeah, had one. I mean, it's the one from my mom's house when I was a kid, and we lived in Dallas, so it's like 35 years old. But guess what? Still works. Yeah. And then I showed him that, showed him cassettes, and then we got in, you know, I started digging through tubs in the garage and found my Walkman from 1991 that I got, that I bought myself at Kmart. <laughs> I can remember it all. Yeah. And guess what? Still works. That's awesome. Our, yep. Still works. You know, I put new batteries in it, but it, yeah, still works. Yeah. Like a gym. So, uh, so then I started digging and finding other things, and then I came across when... I was in my, well, I guess I was 20 and then 22. Fritz and I, like, as you do when you're in, you know, when you're going to college for mass media and wanting to get into movies and stuff like that, you uh, start making movies with your friends. And so since my friends wanted to, you know, was interested in the same thing and studied the same thing, uh, they, uh, we started, we made two movies. We made one just for fun, just for the hell of it. And it was never really pieced together, just like three different take three different takes of each scene but nothing's ever was ever like cut together to make one cohesive i guess you could say short film at this point because yeah obviously feature length uh <laughs> and so we so we watched that but most important we had our second one which we made two years later on halloween because we were all dressed up so knowing ahead of time what their outfits were going to be or what their character, you know, who they were going as, I was able to make an outline in like a two-page script, and then we improv the rest. Yeah. And we based it on this drug called Pez, like, you know, like the candy Pez, but we were making it, it turned it into a drug, and it was more of an acronym. And it stood for Peaceful Euphoric Zen. And then it was, you know, gripping the city, and only one detective who only one narcissistic detective <laughs> um, who was also kind of a wise ass could take down this drug ring, which would be me. <laughs> and then um, my buddy Jesse played the captain and just very, uh, not neurotic, but he was very frustrated, a very frustrated captain. Yeah. Uh, not just with me, but with construction in the building and, uh, with this drug that's, you know, uh, wreaking havoc on the city. So he's feeling the pressure. So he's not now applying it on me. And then he's like, okay, can you go take care of this. And then he later on also plays a bartender in a bar scene. So it's kind of funny. It's like, yeah, you look familiar. No. Um, my friend Aaron uh, was a hockey player. Yeah. My, my friend Aaron was playing a hockey player. He was hooked on the drug. And then, um, and then I end up meeting the, then I end up uh, finding the dealer who's played by my friend Mike Cotto, who was dressed as like a goth character. Mm-hmm. And so he was a dealer. It was very Sith like, but very pale face. So it's like perfect. It was like perfect role to play. It's a uh, very dark, evil character of a drug dealer. And then my best friend, Mike Thomas, played, uh, my other best friend, Mike Thomas, uh, played, uh, the i guess you could say the ringleader but he was like a cowboy so he's like in this full-on like dust like heavy duster cowboy hat you know belt and everything it was great and we had the whole standoff and whatnot york had a so i found the vcr for it i mm-hmm. found the vcr then i had to find the uh, for uh for those that remember before we had hd hdmi cables we had the yellow for video and then the red and white for audio yep. cables. The the three the the uh the three things we needed. I could not find a cable, but I knew we had a bunch because we had it for like PlayStations, PlayStation twos, you know, all those old video game systems that needed those things before yep. we had HDMI. And so I kept searching through tubs and then finally found one. So York was over the moon excited. We did this Thursday night while Grayson was at gymnastics. The next mission was to having to now find a TV in our house that still had those that still had those components. Uh, 
And we eventually found one. And then we sat down. I made some popcorn. And then we watched it together. And York had a blast. Just enjoyed every minute of it, as hokey as it was. He loved every minute watching it. And he's like, we have to make a new one. Like, I'm going to yep. try and talk to my friends into trying to make, like, a sequel to this. It's like, not these, it's like, you know, it's not the same characters, but, like, they're kids. Like, it's more updated. It's like, we have to make a new Pez. That's not right. I said, if you can rope your friends into doing this, I will help finance it. I mean, very, very low budget financing, yeah. like $100 or less kind of financing. Yeah. But I will, you know, and help you make this picture. So found my camcorder, still works. Uh VHC tapes and everything. And I even found uh, actually the other day my digital camcorder. I forgot I had a Sony digital like handy cam that's small. Mm-hmm. And uh I've got to find a charger to charge that, but I think my actual camera digital camera one I think it'll fit the same size. Fingers crossed. So, uh he's all excited about it. Uh so we watched all that and then I had ordered some new needles for the record player to mm-hmm. go back to the original start of the conversation. And I got those came in the next day, replaced, found a way to replace it, replaced it. Boom. No more skipping, you know, parts of the songs and everything. Yeah. Play, played it beautifully. It sounds brand new, practically. So the record he ordered from one of his favorite artists came in yesterday. So he was playing it. And then, uh, I got I had a Target gift card, so I ended up I had to go pick uh, a Target order up for Ruth uh, last night. So while I was there, I went ahead and went inside, and they had like a old cross not old. They have a Crosley record player for like seventy dollars. So I used my gift card, and there's built-in speaker, and it's also run because it's new. It runs off of Bluetooth, so you can either stream music from your phone and have it play through the speaker inside the record player yeah or vice versa you can uh have an external speaker like a wireless speaker and have the record play through the wire wireless speaker so i surprised him with that so he can keep that up in his room yeah instead of having to come downstairs all the time to listen to it in case you know if we're watching something but he wants to listen there's not enough room to put that entire system up in his room with the two speakers and the record player slash dual cassette. So I ended up, it was just easier and more compact just to get him that. And then, yeah, happily, I was happy to do it. And he was overly gracious and thankful. And I was like, yeah, man, I got gotcha. you. That's cool. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so we did that last night. So he's been enjoying that. Um, but yeah, it was, it was fun to rewatch all that old stuff and, you know, sit back with, you know, sit back 20 years later and <laughs> and realize I'm still criticizing my own work because that's what most filmmakers do. Yeah. <laughs> go, go back and it was like, I wish I could have done this better. Could have done that better. Wish I would have found a way to have better lighting for this, <laughs> for like all of our external shots. But yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Oh, and then I did come across uh, my film projects from college. My grandfather, I forgot, my grandfather had this hobby that he loved <clears throat> taking stuff from VHS and converting it to DVD. And so there's like, I have a whole stack of stuff that he converted from VHS to DVD. Which reminds me, I need to tell you something um, when we get done recording. I'm going to okay. make a note. Uh, but uh, I, he he had transferred that, my my uh, college project on the DVD, which would not play on the DVD player, but the one that hooks up to my laptop worked. So even though it was a little bit late, I had York come down and we watched it together. And he was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I talked to him through. I was like, yeah, we weren't really supposed to do this or this. We needed less of this and kind of use it more as an inspiration. Um, then <clears throat> we'll just take the whole trailer of this movie and intercut it with... <laughs> with yeah. what we're doing so i said but it was still fun and so he yeah he was he's been enjoying that so it was great good bonding time sir uh yeah <laughs> and then grayson has her gymnastics comp- competition this afternoon so we'll be doing that um for a few hours but it'll be fun 
she's excited hopefully you know i know she's right she's always ready so and that's what we got going on (laughs) with us this week and today so fun times okay so only one trailer this week um i'm assuming everybody's just saving up all their trailers and 30 second spots for Super Bowl coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah. Like I told you earlier, I, I, I'm almost, I'm almost 100% sure we will get our first trailer for the uh, 10th installment in Fast and Furious, Fast X or Fast 10. I Fast believe that will happen. Super Bowl. I, like I'm, without knowing whether or not that's true or not, I can almost, I feel highly confident that that's what's going to happen. Um, and that's because that's coming out in May. Yeah, it would be, it'd be a good spot so, for it. Yeah, perfect. I mean, it'll get the real audience and everybody else. Even if it's <laughs> like just a tra- even if it's just a teaser, <laughs> we'll still get it. Yeah, it'll be dumb. Uh, 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 and then like family. a door opening from a car and family, family, and then footsteps, and then yeah, yeah, etc. Family's back. Right. Yep. Brian's kid's now like 20, you know. <laughs> Tom's going to try and have some gray hair, I'm sure. I, I don't know where. I guess on his goatee. Um, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <clears throat> I can't age. I can't lose a fight and I can't age. <laughs> These no. are things that are in my contract. <laughs> Two punch minimum. Maybe a scratch. Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, getting back to uh, Scream 6, the next installment in the Scream franchise. The There's an official trailer, not just a teaser. Official trailer is out. Movie drops March 10th in a very busy uh, month for March. So March is the new May, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. So and that's all we have for trailers. So there's that. Um, if you're a fan of Cobra Kai, there's a new... Season six announcement for Cobra Kai and uh, oh, also season three of Mandalorian. That trailer dropped as well. Okay. Uh, and then uh, I watched. I forgot. I was like, I didn't watch any TV this week. And I'm like, that is a bold face lie. Season two of Yellow Jackets. That's on Showtime. Trailer for that dropped. <laughs> I did end up watching all season one of Yellow Jackets this week. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Um, just about a group, a uh, girls soccer team that's going to play for the uh, state champions and or state championship soccer. Uh, and they go on a plane, plane crashes. Several people don't make it. Rest of the team and, and uh, one coach survive. And it's about them trying to survive in the wilderness. Um, and you know, other secrets that are being kept and whatnot. And then by episode four, they started introducing some like supernatural stuff that I feel personally that they could have not had at all in the story. Mm -hmm. And it would have been just fine. Just trying to figure out how to deal with the elements, deal with all these different people and all that. However, Ruth disagrees. I think that the uh, supernatural elements did not, you know, uh, or, you know, work just fine. And I agree, they work just fine. I just think it would have been fine if they didn't have it. But it's told through flashbacks, so it has the adult, it has the kids from high school, you know, the characters um, as teenagers in high school, and then, I guess you could say, flash forward to them as adults and what's going on in their lives after they got, because they obviously get rescued at some point. But it's 20 years later, and... I guess it's supposed to be 15 years later and, and their lives going on at that point. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's good. I mean, it's interesting, but anyway, season two trailer, uh, dropped, uh, season two drops March 24th Okay. on showtime. <clears throat> it'll, it'll keep you interested for sure. And yeah, I guess that is it. 
Uh, I guess I'm going first this week. I really wanted to go see Megan this week. Could not, I could not. My body would not let that happen. Let me rephrase yeah. that. Before I say I couldn't make it. No, I could. My body's like, you're too tired. You're not going out to a 9.30, 10 o'clock show. <laughs> you will not make it. So I will try and do it sometime this week. I know you're going to cover it, which I'm very excited to hear about. Instead, I watched a documentary that I know has been nominated for one of the award shows, but I can't remember which one offhand because we've had several. Um, I believe it might be a BAFTA award or an independent spirit award. I can't remember. One of the two. But the movie I watched is Fire of Love. It's a National Geographic film. It is on Disney+. Plus. Rated PG with a runtime of one hour, 38 minutes, which is a great runtime for a documentary. So it's about these two intrepid scientists and lovers, Katya and Maurice Kraft, that died in a volcanic explosion doing the very thing that brought them together. Unraveling the mysteries of volcanoes by capturing the most explosive imagery ever, ever recorded. So... This movie is all found. It's all found footage and just uh, stuff from interviews or from their films that they have made over the years. They uh, it's narrated by uh, Miranda July, directed by Sarah Dosa, written by Shane Boris, Aaron Casper, Jocelyn Chaput, and Sarah Dosa. So this movie follows these volcanologists. I'm not going to get that right every time. I'm going to go ahead and say, we'll just say the crafts. There we go. Yeah. Uh, That met on a blind date at a coffee shop. And, uh, you know, during the interviews, Maurice will tell, will say that uh, two Vulcan, you cannot get two volcanologists together as a couple because much like a volcano, it will be a very explosive relationship. (laughs) <laughs> and you know she it kind of panned to her and she's just kind of shaking her head you know like like give me a break <laughs> yeah um but it's very interesting because it shows how they're different so for for katya she liked taking pictures to show uh to help tell a story whereas maurice was kind of more wanting to get into it more in use film and show things as they happen and uh, to help refer back for their research and everything. And through the, the through the late sixties, all the way through the seventies, they went uh, from volcano to volcano. Whenever one was about to erupt, they would go and study it. And they were able to categorize, categorize volcanoes into basically two different categories. Uh, Either the red category, which are the ones that are you can you see the lava shooting up and you see the lava shooting up and spitting or flowing, you know the red lava flowing. They're like mm-hmm. those are not harmful to people, you know those uh, those aren't harmful because they they it it's contained and it's knowing where it's going. It's going to create new uh, new terrain as it dry, you know, as it cools and creates new land, you know, basically new land. And then the and then the other one is gray. So basically just color coded red and gray. Gray is the ones that kills. So those are the ones where you see the big plumes of smoke and then it erupts and then it shoots, you know, rock and ash and everything else everywhere. Basically like uh you know, like Dante's peak. Sorry, is it Dante's? Dante's peak. Dante. I'm trying to do my best Pierce Brosnan. It's never you never say Dante's yeah. Dante. Dante. Very nasal. Um, Dante. <laughs> it drove me nuts when I watched that movie. I'm like, oh my god, you're killing me with that. Um, the dawn, like a oh, yeah. um, but basically, kind of like in that movie where it shut it out, and then you know you've got everything coming at you, yeah. and then just shooting rubble and everything else. That and that's the kind that kind of kills civilizations. And they went from everywhere from Kenya to. Indonesia to the Philippines to Mount St. Helens and 
Colombia in 1991, the volcano in Colombia was their last volcano that they studied. Um, because as they, I think they got 50 meters, I think is how close they got. I don't know. Metrics. <laughs> so I don't, I'm not exactly sure how close that is, but apparently according what it sounded like in the movie, it was very, very close. Um, at least as far as trying to observe volcanoes. Yeah. On the ground, not even like in a helicopter or in a plane. It's on the ground. And they standing there, you know, they're filming it and everything, and then it erupts, and then that was the last of it. Um, you could the only thing that was left was um a watch, a silver watch and the camera they were using. You know, they were but they died essentially next to each other. So how basically how they wanted they died the way they wanted to die, doing what they loved doing. Like they decided early on in their relationship they didn't want to have kids. Like this was their job like this was gonna be their life. This is what they were gonna do. And just watching the footage just in general. You'll if you watch this, you'll definitely want to watch it on a on a good sized TV because it is beautiful to watch just how close they get to this lava and how rich and red and just you know uh this lava and magma is coming out of the ground and shooting up into the air it's just beautiful to watch and it's very fascinating because it it is interesting to kind of see some metaphors about life you know and about about how our planet works (laughs) It's very fascinating. You're like, wow, this is coming. Because, like, I'm sitting here watching this going, this is what, you know, stuff we don't think about. Like, I don't think about what's under the ground that's under my feet, right? You know, under this house, under my feet. I don't think about stuff like that. Like, I think, yeah, there's, like, dinosaurs and, well, where we live at, you know, dead bodies, ghosts, and like that. That's haunting us. But um, (laughs) specifically where we live. But, uh but, you know, going further down, dinosaurs, and then there's just this freaking red lava core of our planet that, you know, they, and that when the tectonic plate shift, you know, and it causes all this magma stuff to come up out of the water and stuff like that and out of the ground. And then, like, hey, this is basically like our Earth almost throwing up. I mean, if you can think about it that way. Yeah. Or having an ulcer. Having an ulcer. There we go. It's having an ulcer. It's having a flare up. You know, it's just it is not happy. No. And just thinking about that, that stuff is what's literally <laughs> in the middle of our planet. And that's just nuts to think about when you really kind of start putting some thought into it. Yeah. Instead of just going, ah, you know, there's just grass, dirt, and then rock after that. And you're just not going not deep, going deep enough. Just, yeah. yeah. And it's just crazy to think that. So Anyways, it, it just, yeah, it was, and it was a great little love story because you get to see how these couples interact, how this couple interacts and how they work together um, and how much they love what they're doing and the, how much they love each other. So it is, uh, it's going to get nominated. I feel like it'll, it, it'll uh, get nominated for an, an Academy Award, which side note, Academy Award nominations do come out this Tuesday. I believe it'll probably be like 5 a.m. Central Time. I think that's what time usually is, 5 or 7. No, it'll be 7 a.m. Central. I think it's usually 5 a.m. Pacific. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be like 7 a.m. Central. Um, but, yeah, Tuesday, Oscar nominations come out. So, we'll definitely have uh, – we'll definitely be gearing up for that. And so, don't be surprised when you see this on the best documentary list. But, yes, very, very interesting, very educational Um movie um loved watching it definitely recommend it i showed the trailer to york he thought it looked fascinating too so yeah. there you go that'd be and it's one you could watch with the family if you guys are you know like science and um learning about our planet then you'll love this one this great great movie i'm glad it's on disney plus because i was wanting to watch it when it was at a uh, bell court but didn't get a chance to so there you go take some time to watch it yep <clears throat> let's see so i did make it to the theater to watch megan um awesome Kyla didn't come this week she's gonna be here next week so i text okay. her say hey are you cool <laughs> if i go ahead and see this or you want me to wait she's like no nah, go ahead go ahead i heard it's good go ahead 
So I was like, all right. Because if, if she wanted me to wait, I would have waited. But um, this originally came out January 6th. Uh, runtime of an hour and 42 minutes. Directed by Gerard Johnstone. And it stars Allison Williams as Gemma. You may remember her from Get Out. Played yep. Crazy Girlfriend. Yes. And uh, Girls. <laughs> she was in Girls, I think. Girls but yeah. Yeah. It was a TV show on, on uh, HBO that uh, Adam basically is how Adam Driver launched his career, more or less. That's what he was known from for okay. Kylo Ren. So okay. I, I, I watched like two episodes and I think that was it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's for me. It's fine. But I'm yeah. glad it's popular. Cool. Um, let's see. It also stars Violet McGraw, who plays Katie, which is her niece. And you have two actresses to help bring Megan to life. You have Amy Amy Donald, who's basically Megan in the physical form, and then Jenna Davis provides the voice of Megan. And Gemma has a couple of assistants, Tess and Cole, played by Jen Van Epps and Brian Jordan Alvarez, respectively. So this is about a robotics engineer at a toy company who builds a lifelike doll that begins to take on a life of its own. So it's, it's kind of an example of how we sometimes become dependent on technology for things. Mm-hmm. But um, the story starts off with um, Katie going on a ski trip with the parents. It starts to snow real bad, and her parents are having an argument, arguing about how long she should be on her tablet, you know, setting up screen time limits. Yep. And then an argument about why they didn't put snow chains on the tires, even though they just learned about the snow weather like 10 minutes prior to that. <laughs> so while they're arguing... They decide to stop, just say, look, we'll just let this pass over, and then we'll get to a safe spot afterwards. But they get hit by a snow truck because it's, it's, it's blinding snow. Yeah. And, um, mm. and unfortunately, Katie's parents pass. So <clears throat> um, apparently Katie's mother had things in place to where mm-hmm. Gemma would take over custody of her daughter in case something happens to them. So that's happened. So now... Um, Katie's with Gemma, who is very much focused on her work as a roboticist. And she's currently like there's a toy like the movie starts off with a weird commercial for like these Furby type toys. Okay. Um, she works for a place for a company called um, Funky, F-U-N-K-I. Okay. And so she's tasked with trying to come up with a variation of their toy that is more cost friendly because their comp- competitors have come out with something similar and it's cheaper. So now her boss, David, is saying, OK, we need to do the same. We need to do what we're doing, but we need to be more a little cheaper, but still have our same product. Uh, but she's also been working on the Megan project kind of on the low. And okay. David's not happy about that because they need to be focused on this other project. Gotcha. So they do like a little test run. Things don't go right. And David says, look, kill this project and focus on what I'm getting, what, what we're supposed to be doing. If you don't have this by Monday, we're going to have some problems. <laughs> Right, and so so now she's got this balance of work and then being a guardian, and so she introduces Katie to another project that she calls Bruce. It's kind of like a big robotics, um, it's almost kind of like Baymax, only it's not fluffy and blue. Oh, okay, it's more robotics. And um, gotcha. <clears throat> Katie makes the comments that if I had a toy like this, or if she had a toy like this, she wouldn't need any other toy. So she gets the idea. Let's let's go back to the Megan project. <laughs> And so basically she's programmed Megan to be able to learn and kind of become self-efficient. And mm-hmm. then she also programs us to where whoever is the owner of the doll, they pair to it kind of, you know, with their fingertip, they, they can pair to it. So then they're pretty much bonded. Like, you know, okay. so Katie. Kind of like my laptop. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like my laptop. Fingerprint and it starts up. Yeah. So, uh, God so Katie's now bonded and I've paired with Megan. And so, so Gemma kind of uses this as a way, well, you know, Katie can be with Megan. I can focus on my work. And, of course, this doesn't – well, they do a test run to show David, like, hey, the Megan project can work. He's impressed. Yeah. And it says, okay, we need to go through with this then. You know, this is something that our competition won't be able to do. And we'll be, you know, back in places number one. But, of course, things don't go right. As you see in the trailer, Megan does some very – crazy things yep um 
It's almost like Child's Play, only instead of the doll being possessed by a spirit of a killer. By a demon, yeah. Yeah, it's technology. Self-sufficient android that just learns and becomes um, sentient. <laughs> so, like, the more updated Child's Play. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. Yeah, and, which is um, fine. Which is fine. I mean, if you can do it right and introduce something different, yeah. I mean, how many found footage movies have we seen? But yet we still go watch them. Yeah, like True. I saw one called. I saw there's one called Dashcam that's up, and I'm like, I may watch this one because I'm curious to see how how they do it. So yeah, but yeah, Blair Watch yeah. Blair Witch will still be the OG one. And, yeah. True. But yeah, they just you know you know you know Child's Place is the inspiration for it. So I'm curious when Megan will meet Chucky, if they'll do that. Oh my God, that would be amazing! Yeah, be amazing crossover. Yeah. Oh, Tiffany, uh, <laughs> Tiffany will not be happy. <laughs> no, not at all. Hey, that'd be a cool cross. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know I got a thing for blondes. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see, and um, but yeah, it's the only thing about it is like it's an hour and forty two minutes. It's the pacing is quick. Like by the end of it, I was just like, oh man, it's over. Like I kind of wanted more, but I don't see where they could have done more. It's it's good, yeah. but it makes me mad at the trailer because the trailer puts a lot in it, even though it's not a lot of context. So it yeah. kind of takes some of the weight off of some of the scenes because you've seen it. Yeah. Um. So, but other than that, it, it is pretty. It's good. Um. But then you see Katie. You know how kids become very focused on technology that they lose their social skills so to speak yeah and so there's this resort where they take kids to kind of get them away from their tech and games and just get them out in the world to do things and you know katie doesn't want to go she's like well if megan's not going i'm not going and she gets real aggressively you know resistant to it and like, right. she's really att- she's really attached to megan and and there's actually like a child services person that comes through to you know, like they do to make sure that this is a right fit for her aunt to be taking care of her because the dad's grand, the dad's parents also are saying, like, you know, she can come stay with them. So got that kind of thing going on there. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> but I mean, it's to a point where, she, you know, Katie even smacks Gemma, like slaps her. Like, I'm like, yeah, it's time to <laughs> change something. Yeah. Up. But um, but yeah, but things like that. Uh, but it's a good, it's good. I just wish the trailer didn't show so much. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Outside of that, it is worth it is worth checking out. Well, thankfully, on my end, I have not watched a trailer yet. Good, good. I look, I'll talk about them on here, but that doesn't mean I watch everything. <laughs> doesn't mean I watch yeah. all the ones we talk about. I just look. Oh, look, there's a new trailer. Let me write that down. Oh, there's one. All right, when's it coming out? I don't watch half of them. Like I haven't watched the Mandalorian trailer. I'm not planning on it because I just wait till it comes out and then just watch it. Some yeah, something the new Ant, the new Ant Man and Wasp trailer I have not watched because I do not need to see any more than I've already been seeing. Right. And speaking of trailers, it's like the Creed Three trailer. They've had the same one. They haven't put anything else out. They don't need to. That's it. They don't it need to. You, it it we, gives you the, we good. It gives you the story. You know what the conflict's going to be. We need nothing else. So nope. yeah, I just think we know, they should do we know, teasers. We <laughs> yeah, well, like I know King's gonna be there. It'll be all right. That's yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Jonathan Majors. Let King come in and let, let King come in and mess up kill uh, Killmonger's vibe, and then just call it a day. <laughs> and then I'll say like it's kind of like a flip. It's like Killmonger. You know, he's getting Killmongered. He's yeah. coming in wanting his right? spot. So I'm like, yeah, cool. But I'm like, and if you've watched Loki, and you're, you know, if you've read mm-hmm. comics, you're already familiar with the character, so you don't really need the trailer. You just, you're already locked right. in. You know what you're gonna get. Like I tried right. going to the movies like, this week to get there after the trailers, but I never do. Yeah. I always get there early. I, I'm trying, to, I'm trying my best to, to not. Twenty be minutes. Early. Twenty minutes. I know. Legit twenty minutes, dude. Yeah. I, I've timed it out. Like <laughs> when I. Uh, when I went to go see Babylon, I thought it was going to be 20 minutes. Like, I thought it was going to be late, late. Like, I was going to miss the first five, ten minutes. No, nah, I got there right when the right when Regal does their commercial thing at the end. Uh, the people. With the Everybody trying to spit the, trying to come in and spit all, you know, movie quotes, quotes. and stuff. And it's just, yeah. 
It was great the first couple of times. I'm like, oh, we don't have any new ones. Oh, damn. Yeah, like some kind yeah, of variation. I came in right during that time. I'm like, all right. I came in right during that time. Perfect timing. I didn't see one trailer. Yeah. I was like, cool. I need to start making this a thing. Yeah, Unless I, mean, I take the kids to a movie, then I kind of. True. Because I figured they probably, just because I don't seem to mean they probably don't. But Yeah. That's something I'm trying to work on, too, because. I think a lot of movies I've watched have been ruined by the trailer. And my, my experience has been ruined, basically. Yeah. Yeah. We are five weeks away from Creed 3, by the way. So, and we haven't got a new trailer. Now, again, they will probably have a new trailer for the Super Bowl. <laughs> Which is great, because guess what? I don't really, I haven't watched the Super Bowl and I don't know how long, to be honest. And, and because here's the thing. I used to watch Super Bowl, not for the game, because I don't care. Um, but I would watch them for the movie trailers because mm-hmm. let's face it, the commercials, they used to watch them for the commercials, but that was it. back in like the nineties. That's back in the nineties when commercials were actually good. And that's creative and they haven't, yeah, they've been crap for like 20 years. So I don't care. Um, but with now with the internet and IMDB, I don't even need to, I don't need to watch the game for the trailers. They'll be on IMDB two days before the, for the Super Bowl, so I don't really need True. to worry about that. Or you can go or to it'll be up, and watch or a it'll be up, Yeah, <laughs> right. Or it'll be up right afterwards. So yeah, I'll just wait. Anyways, um, but yeah, they'll have. I sure they'll have a new one for that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, let me get some. Go. So, um, yeah, yeah. Megan had a budget of twelve million, and so far it's made one hundred and four yeah. million. And this is a Blumhouse production, <laughs> so that tells you. So, somebody's getting a sequel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tells you somebody's getting a sequel is what that yep. means. Oh yeah, it, it's set and, up for that too. Oh, yeah. Shit, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so the movie I've I, I watched was uh, all right. We could say for our family movie night or movie morning pick, and the family is not just including, you know, watching it with the kids or with the kids and with my wife but also movies i watch with my dog charlotte so sunday mornings i usually get up kind of a little early to have a little have some coffee have a little bit of me time before the day gets started and um we go and do whatever even if it's nothing but you know everybody's up and moving around just uh so i get up usually watch something and have some coffee and then charlotte and i just kind of chill uh the past few weeks Couple, or at least the past couple of weeks, Charlotte and I have been watching movies in preparation, you know, get prepared for, you know, the next episode uh, of the podcast. And like last week, we watched Decision to Leave. She was a lot more interested in that. She was actually looking at the TV, much like me, couldn't understand what they were saying because it's subtitled because it's in Korean. Yeah. Uh, so the next day we watched uh, Triangle of Sadness, which I haven't talked about. I'll probably do a TikTok for that one. Um not as interested. She slept on the back of the chair, and so not interested in that one. I'm like, all right, got your, got your vibe on that. Today, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna pick one for you. Yeah. So we watched on Netflix. We watched Dog Gone, which you know, a play on double meaning on that one. Uh, <clears throat> as you know, <laughs> you can tell by the title of the movie that it's gonna be kind of. I want to say. It's not hokey. Hokey's not the word. It's a feel-good. We'll say a feel-good, very lighthearted kind of movie. Um, imagine like a Christmas movie in that kind of vein, but mm-hmm. it's not Christmas. Uh, it's definitely a family movie. Charlotte, I think, was a little upset because I was watching a movie about a dog when she was right there like, listen, I'm right here. Why do you need a movie about a dog? Yeah. I'm right here. I am a dog. To which country. I tried to explain to her. I tried to explain to her, I put this on for you. <laughs> yeah. I thought you might like to watch a movie with a dog in it. I don't know. She's like, nah, nah, nah. Can we eyeball another dog? Yep. Also, Rob Lowe is in this, and he's a treasure. And you should recognize this, okay? So, <laughs> uh, dog Con dropped on Netflix January 13th. Uh, TVPG rated. It's one hour and 35 minutes. Perfecto. Doesn't need to be any longer by any means. It is a pretty good, feel-good kind of movie. I mean, other than this family. So this movie is based on a true story. 
of a father and son who repaired their fractured relationship during a forced hike of the Appalachian Trail to find their beloved lost dog. So Rob Lowe plays the father, John Marshall. Uh, Johnny Birchtold plays Fielding Marshall, the son, who went who was in college. It had a his girlfriend broke up with him, and so he was really needing something to kind of. He thought by getting a dog, basically he can get he, he could have basically like a someone that would be there for him, you know, give him comfort and everything, but also kind of a way to possibly meet girls. This is his senior year in college. Yeah. So he he gets this he gets this dog, and it turns out that uh, the dog bonks him on the head, like he's holding the dog up, and the dog's head bonks him on the head. But he but uh, Fielding doesn't say bonk; he says gonk. He's like, oh, you got gonkered. <laughs> it's like, and it's like that's it. That's what we're gonna call you. So they named the dog Gonker, which is a very unique name. Yeah, haven't heard that before. Gonker. And yeah. <laughs> and so they so yeah, so you know, the dog starts living with them. He was at like a fright house, I think, what it looks like. And so, you know, everybody becomes friends with the dog, dogs on campus and everything. Um so Fielding doesn't know what he wants to do after college. Uh he just can't figure out what I guess I'm assuming he just got like a general studies degree. He graduates, but the night before, he, him and the dog kind of went down by the, kind of by the lake and just kind of chilled there. And then I guess they both fell asleep. And so when they woke up, they were late to their own graduation. And of course, his parents were there. So, well, it was great to drive three hours just to watch a bunch, you know, 500 strangers graduate from college yeah i was like ooh. so i was like yeah so yeah so um it does have some like flashbacks to when their mother jenny marshall played by kimberly williams paisley most most people won't recognize her either from the tv show nashville or the original father of the bride with um with steve martin she played the daughter okay um so they, she had lost a, she had gotten a dog. Her dad was in the military. So she had gotten a dog from like a diplomat or something like that. Beautiful dog. And, you know, raised it, you know, it slept with her and everything. And then the dog got hit by a car. The dad being military is like, well, we know you're going to take this hard, but, you know, dog got hit by a car. This <laughs> is like no, no, like trying to console or any kind of compassion, just very rigid, you know, this is what happened. You know, but we know you'll get over it. <laughs> like, walk it off. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah, yeah, walk it off. Put some Robitussin, you know, take some Robitussin. Whatever. Yeah. Um, You'd be all right. Like, pattern, like you'd be all right. <laughs> no, we're not getting another one, but you'd be all right. Um, So she's, as an adult, you know, just like, I don't want, never wanted another dog. So, because you know, she didn't want to have to go through that kind of pain again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So they find out that, you know, he has a dog and that he's, you know, after graduation there, he's moving back into the house until he can get a job or do whatever. And he's just trying to find his way. And so there, it's about the family trying to get used to the dog at the house and everything. And then through, you know, through time, you see that everybody starts bonding with the dog. Well, uh, John, you know, the, the dad doesn't is worried for the son that he has no direction. Like he he may get a job, but he 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 may get a job that may pay some bills, but it's not a living, not making a living, you know, with like health insurance or or any kind of thing that'll set him up for the future. You know, that's most parents worry about for their kids. Um, but he just, you know, so, of course, that makes Fielding feel worse. He invites his buddy from college up. They go walk the Appalachian Trail. Gonker sees a fox and turns like, see the fox? Yeah, go chase that fox. He's not on a leash. He's like never on a leash because he always just sticks with Fielding. And he goes chasing after the fox and then doesn't come back. And they go looking for him, go looking for him and can't find him. And so he goes home and then 
the next morning, <clears throat> the mom basically sets like uh, sets up like this whole command center. <laughs> like I am organized, but I'm not Jenny Marshall organized. Yeah. Like with cork boards, with they got like phone books from the library from all the surrounding counties from where the dog was missing. So they can contact animal shelters, police departments, uh, vet offices, uh, everything, new local newspapers, all this stuff, take out ads and stuff. I'm like, this seems She's ready. <laughs> She's ready. And I'm like, yeah, right. I'm like, what is going on here? And how do you have all of this stuff just laying around? Yeah. I'm like, okay, not, <laughs> knock yourself out. And so then. Fielding and John start going back to retrace steps and start hiking the Appalachian Trail and going to different cities and different areas of the trail to go uh, try and find the dog, you know, hand out flyers and all this other stuff. And the outpouring of support in the area and across the country. And then as this progresses um, across the world, you know how much everybody's trying to, you know, support, try and give tips on things to do and you know to help try and find the dog and you know like a dog will <clears throat> catch a scent of another dog especially when it's familiar with um quicker than it will a human right and we'll get, get the scent quicker of another dog that it's familiar with than with than it will a human um so they get the neighbor's dog that you know that they used to go take over for play dates and stuff and so they started bringing that dog out on a leash <laughs> um took it out with them and yeah so in the as they're going on this trail they're having to have these talks and trying to get to trying to sort out their sort out their um you know probably more or less just kind of get to know each other as adults you know as father and son mm-hmm. and trying to understand where each one is coming from and then in the process you know they you find out through the process that fielding has had like some stomach issues that he's not telling anybody i'm like well that's sounds like just stress and then there's like a scene where he's like puking up blood in the bathroom i'm like oh he's got an ulcer <laughs> he's got an ulcer from all the stress yeah from missing his dog and then of course um of course there's a happy ending when they find the dog but then you know fielding drops out goes to the hospital and they had to take out like large portions of his intestine because he's got this ulcer ulcer of colitis and i was like i knew it I didn't know, sir. Go me. And I'm not even a doctor. <laughs> um, I've just had my dealings with stress and something that could have developed into a ulcer unless I changed my lifestyle in my 20s, just like him. I was probably, we were probably the same age, actually, to be honest. Yeah. Um, during all that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a cute, you know, very, I don't want to say low stakes, draw, you know, conflict. But, you know, it's they kept it lighthearted. There's some funny jokes that are kind of interspersed throughout the movie. They're not like consistent, but, you know, there's they have it has its moments of of humor. And I really enjoyed that part. And so it's directed by Stephen Herrick. I guarantee every person listening has watched at least half a dozen of his movies. Allow me to uh, enlighten especially if you're, you know, a Gen Xer like Patrick and I, you will definitely have. His first movie, Critters from 1986. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure from 1989. Uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, I Have a Shirt (laughs) from 1991. The Mighty Ducks from 1992. The Three Musketeers from 1993. Mr. Holland's Opus, 1995, 101 Dalmatians from 96, Holy Man from 98, Rockstar from 2001, Life or Something Like It, 2002, and so on, so on, Man of the House, uh, picture this. And then he starts doing a lot of, he starts kind of getting into doing the TV. He's done uh, Hawaii Five-O. He's done a bunch of episodes of the MacGyver series that was out. And, uh, and then he did Afterlife of the Party um, last year or two years ago, and then this movie. So, yeah, he's got a huge filmography. So, a lot of amazing movies that I have watched and uh, you know I've enjoyed growing up. So, 
but it's a great, it's a cute movie. Definitely one worth watching with the family, unless you are like my wife, Ruth, who doesn't like to see animals hurt in any kind of way in a movie. So therefore that, that, that may nick some people out, but the dog is never injured. If that makes sense. It's just lost. Yeah. So. Anyways. (laughs) Yes. Emotional. Yes. Emotional trauma. Anyways, that is doggone. That is on Netflix. That is it for me. (laughs) Alrighty. So my next, I went and I watched the movie missing. Uh, I haven't watched Searching, mm-hmm. so I don't have that to reference. Oh, okay. So, like, I didn't know about Searching until this movie came out. Um, but this re- gotcha. was released okay. January 20th and has a runtime of an hour and 51 minutes. Directed by Nick Johnson and it stars Storm Reed, Nia Long, uh, Ken Lung, uh, Joaquin de Alameda, uh, Daniel Henney. Amy Landecker, Tim Griffin, and Megan Shuri. So this is basically about, um, follows June, but um, her mom, Grace, goes on vacation with her boyfriend, Kevin, and they head to Columbia. Um, June is set to pick them up the following Monday from the airport, and while she's there, they don't arrive. She waits. She's even recording to just, you know, record the moment of them coming off the plane to get their baggage. And they never arrive. And so she ends up using pretty much every tool on the internet to try to find her mom and find out what's happening and what's going on. Um, but the movie starts off with, um, I guess, old footage of a young June with her parents as they move into their house and they're using a video camera. Uh, June takes possession of the camera, starting to record her dad. And then her mom takes it and is recording them. And through toward the end of the footage, we see um, June's dad has. A nosebleed. Uh, then mm-hmm. later we learned that he passed away from a brain tumor. But also during this footage, we see that someone's editing this footage and placing it in a file called For June. So someone's editing a lot of things for her to watch. Um, so <coughs> before they leave for the trip, you know, Kevin's trying to have a conversation with June because June's not hadn't quite warmed up to him. She doesn't really care. You know, she's just turned 18, so she's kind of in her rebellious stage. She doesn't really get along with her mom either. She doesn't, you know, her her voicemail box is full. So when her mom tries to call and leave voicemails, she can't because she doesn't listen to them or delete them. So she, you know, texts, FaceTimes and all that. And then, of course, you know, mom is not hip with technology. So she FaceTimes and she's like calling Siri to call her. It's like, you're already on FaceTime. You don't have to do that. You know, things that she's out of touch with tech. But anywho, <clears throat> after they haven't showed up, well, after they leave, June throws a party, as most kids do. Yeah. And leaves the house a mess. And she's supposed to leave to pick them up, so she contacts this company to come clean it up while she's gone. So by the time they come back, it's not a mess. Um, so after her parents, her mom doesn't show up, she starts using all resources on the internet to try to figure out what happened? She contacts the hotel. The employee that she talks to doesn't speak English. So, kind of like me, she regrets not paying attention in Spanish. But she uses Eat Google. <laughs> yeah, she uses Google Translate to try to communicate as best she can and finds that yeah. you know she's trying to get camera footage, but she can't do it unless she's in person. You know, and then okay. also also the footage is recorded over after 48 hours, so she's got limited mm-hmm. time to. Try to find that. Um, she contacts somehow. She's able to contact the FBI agent to see if they'll help find her mom, and he assures that they'll do the best they can. Best thing she could do is just stay at home, be by the phone, and they'll contact her. Yeah. But then she starts doing some digging, and she finds out that Kevin has a criminal history, and so she gets a little worried. Um, mm-hmm. And then, as they show in the trailer, there's camera footage which is like live camera feed of her mom and Kevin being kidnapped. So, of course, that just you know, stresses her out even more. Um, yeah. She ends up using a service and hiring uh, kind of like, a, I guess you say, like a Uber Eats or like a delivery <laughs> service, trying to, tries, hires Javier 
to see if he can go get mm-hmm. the camera footage. But by the time he gets there, you know, all the footage is already recorded over and starts kind of using, um, I guess, old location, like how you can track on Google Maps, yeah. different locations. And, you know, as they show in the trailer, apparently Kevin went to a hardware store and bought a padlock. You know, so again, it's like, okay, what's he going to use that lock for? type deal yeah um but she just starts digging somehow she's able to hack into kevin's email her mom's email and just find out all these different kind of you know, she's pretty much the fbi herself <laughs> find all this footage yeah. and right. she's telling she's telling the fbi agent this stuff's like you know don't do this it's illegal like even if you find something we can't use it because you did this by illegal means so it's kind of messing up our case with your with what you're doing and um it's it's just a lot of things that she finds out. Like I don't I don't want to yeah ruin anything, but yeah, just it, as everything comes open, you start learning things and some twists that you don't expect to happen, and it's just good. <laughs> That's all. I say. It's just good. Yeah, and it's mo- and it's mostly webcam footage, FaceTime camera footage, and we're just following June as she's going through this. Um, that was good. Like it's I'm impressed with it because you know I, I mean it's not it's not necessarily found footage it's just we're mm-hmm. basically going through her life like somebody's tapped into her feed and we're just watching what takes place yep. and um mm. i really enjoy it i'm gonna i'm gonna try to find searching so i can check it out too so i have a uh, reference uh, uh check the library check the library, library. but um library will have it because it's from 2018 yeah um also uh or you gonna rent or buy it on Prime? Uh, on Prime for I think three dollars. So um, it is available there. So. And I'm sure on iTunes as well, or wherever you watch your VOD stuff. But yeah. it is. I think I checked out the library to be honest, because I'd been wanting to watch it. But it is. It's good stuff. It's it's very fast. It'll pull you in for sure, just like um, this one. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, and Storm Reed's acting is it's really well done. Um, you feel her oh. her stress. <laughs> uh, it's on FX. If you can, okay, it's not on that. FX on demand, but if you can record it or DVR it, I guess whatever would if you can TiVo it, you know, <laughs> to borrow that old phrase, <laughs> yeah, TV, go TiVo that shit. Um, but yeah, it's on uh, FX. It's just not on FX on demand. So, but yeah, no, it's uh very good. So awesome. Um, I can't wait to go see it. I'm very excited. All right, I'm very interested in both movies. Um, I'm probably more hyped for missing the Megan, but you know, missing Megan, yeah. um, or Megan missing. Um, but yeah, uh, very excited. And I'll once I do, I'll be able to go on our TikTok account and <clears throat> put my two cents in there. And as you see so, by my picture, uh, coming Megan, up this, is, Megan is interested in missing as well. <laughs> I, I see that. <laughs> she's not as, <laughs> the other way around is not so much. No, um, like she's concerned. <laughs> yep. She, she should. Uh, they're both giving me side eye. That's the hilarious thing. It's like side eye. <laughs> <laughs> um, Coming out this week, Infinity Pool, which you will thankfully be checking out, because I sure as hell will not. And you said a movie called Fear is also coming out. Um, otherwise, looks like it'll probably just be relying on streaming or catching up. And uh, again, the Academy Award nominations will be out Tuesday morning. So stay tuned for that. And in two weeks, uh, February 3rd, we will have the first kids movie of the year. We will have The Amazing Maurice, which is an animated cat movie. And then uh, Knock, M. Night's new one, Knock at the Cabin, also will be dropping. So, yeah. boom, boom, boom. And then, and uh, so one, three weeks, we will have, yeah, one, yeah, two, three weeks, we'll have Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Media. So, exciting times. Looking ahead. Yes, sir. Indeed. Awesome, man. Well, hope everybody enjoyed this episode. I um, have some catching up to do, <laughs> and just need to drink some coffee and then go go on out. So, 
we hope everybody has an amazing week. And uh, yeah, uh, be like Patrick. Go to the library and go find you a movie, like searching. And support your local library. And I guess we'll see y'all or talk to y'all next week. Doggone it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our show and have a moment, please rate and review. It helps us out a lot. Also, recommend us to someone that enjoys movies or also has kids. You can find us on Twitter at PA Movie Podcast and on Instagram at Parental underscore advisory underscore movie underscore pod. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Parental Advisory Movie Podcast, and join in on the fun.